It's a good show. Hi, I'm Tig Notaro from Premium Blend nine years ago, and you're listening to Radio 8 Ball with Andras Jones. Welcome to Radio 8 Ball. Give us a shake. We're in the studio tempting fate. Wherever you are, putting questions to the songs which we will randomly select here. With the help of our friend Synchronicity, and now it's time for Radio Ball. Give us a shake. It's a Radio Ball show. Welcome back to Radio 8 Ball, the show where we answer questions by picking songs at random and interpreting those randomly chosen songs as the answers to the questions. Like picking musical tarot cards, I am your host, Andras Jones, and we're here at Blue Light Studios in Vancouver, British Columbia, with Sarah Wheeler. Hi, thank you for having me. Providing the oracle (laughs) fodder for our musical divinations. And sitting in the squeaky chair, <laughs> I swear to God, and it's the chair. Blaming it on the dog. <laughs> we now have Joel Virkunen. 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 You, you, you said it like they do in the old country. Good for you. Because <laughs> it's with a W, but yeah, my people, it's Virkunen. Virkunen. No, I'm impressed. Whoa. But how do, how do how do the rest of the, how did your Canadian. Uh, friends. Oh, working in, working, working in. in. Hey, working in for the weekend. That was my whole <laughs> junior high year. I bet. Are you working it? <laughs> yeah. No, it was annoying. It was a terrible name to have. Yeah. Every name is a terrible name to have in junior high. Mm-hmm. It's true. It's you okay. True. Oh, hold on a second. We're having troubles. So let's just get you. Get... It's it's fine. It's okay. we you know, always... no, we were messing with the stool right before we went to Mike, and now slowly it's going. It's you know what? I'm good. I'm gonna stand actually. I'm better on my feet. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. There, there we go. go. I do the whole show on my feet. Right. Okay. Love it. Okay. Okay. So yes. Yeah, so um, how do you how do you and Sarah know each other? Well, um, I run a uh, true produce a true storytelling series called um, uh, The Flame. Um, have, you, have you heard of The Moth? You know The Moth? Of course, I have, right? Like, so The Moth for The Flame. Of course, right. So, um, yeah, when we're in our ninth season right now, and I produce it with uh, my fabulous co-producers, uh, Bruce Kennedy and Deb Williams. And uh, what was this, Sarah? Maybe about a year and a half ago, yeah. um, I invited a, a common friend of ours, Morgan Brayton, to uh, be um, a host for the show. And uh, we often bring in musicians. And Morgan brought uh, Sarah to the show. And it was just one of those, you know, you have those, we all get those experiences in life where, you know, we, we uh, encounter an artist, whether it's a, a painter or an actor or a musician that just really punches us. And uh, she played that night. And um, just her boots kicking into the stage and this incredible voice that came out of this little woman was so amazing. Um, and then I just invited her to come to, uh, well, we've done two shows together now. Uh, one at the York Theatre, which is a huge show where Sarah just killed it. And uh, then we collaborated on a really fun show a few months ago um, at the Planetarium under the big dome of stars oh, wow. with storytelling and music and yeah it was really really great really and, uh, and Sarah was our guest music 
Now, I'm going to cut this out, but would you mind just taking off that jacket? It's, it's, it is the loudest jacket. It right? is. I'm really it's, sorry. It's very. Oh. It's a, Between it's my a stool nice and awesome. my jacket. Awesome just, jacket. Uh, it's all right. There. It reminds me of a like a much cooler version of a, a members only jacket I had in middle school. You and me both, brother. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we're, we're I have a feeling with your lover boy junior high reference. And Can I guess my age now? Your members-only jacket. I feel like we're about the same age. Well, all my age has to do with my with my question too for the oracle. Oh, so, oh. do you want to do you, you want to jump right into that? Uh sure. Um, you know, it's funny when when I was asked to think of a question, um, I first thought, well, maybe I should ask something like global, um, like something I could really share with everyone. And then I thought, no, I just want to talk about me. Yeah, um, and. Uh, so I'm uh, right now, uh, so I'm 51. And in the last year and a half or so, uh, I feel like um, I- I'm going through, I'm, I'm a cliche. I, I literally kind of get what the midlife crisis is. Well, it's not quite a crisis, but um, um, I'm wondering what's next. Like what's next on the horizon? I feel like I'm in a kind of a gear change in my life. You know, uh, similar to, you know, when you're 20 or 19 and you're trying to figure out you know what you want to do with your life at 51 now i'm wondering what's the next thing i want to do like and what, what what's the signpost what what is what is that fence post what am i supposed to be looking for to help me figure out what i want to do next um you know because at 51 too you start you start considering mortality where you think i only got so much time left and that's where i am now i want to for the rest you know this phase i want to accomplish things but i don't know what it is so yeah, I'm looking for a sign. And I just want to say, Sarah, is this kind of blowing your mind that the thing like everyone's on the same page here like, today? No. The thing, yeah. and the, the listeners should know that the guests do not hear what their the other one's questions are. No. So you don't, you have no idea that you're asking something no. that's very similar to stuff that I was talking about at the beginning of the show, and we, it's just been this theme, mm-hmm. Sarah. That's that's, cool. the, everyone is being reborn on your show. <laughs> Oh my it's God. your show. Well, Come this is your episode. You're the star of this episode. <laughs> oh, well, now to engage the pop oracle and get the answer to, to the question of what is this, what is next for you and what should you be looking for? Please. You now get to spin the wheel of eight. Na, 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 na. Wheel of eight. Oh, it landed on eight. So we're going to switch to the cards. We've already had eight. Oh. We've played that song already, so we're going to use so the So now, if you wouldn't mind, okay, play some chugging. And now, to engage the pop oracle, you get to pick a card. Any card. Pick a card. Any card, pick a card. Any card, pick a card, pick a any card. Hold it up for us. Song number four, which is Never Stop Loving You. Dancing 
side by side Tiny stars in the moonlight It seems so hard to get
that was Never Stop Loving You from Sarah Wheeler. The answer to Joel Wirkinen's question, what is next and what to be looking for on the path? And I feel like there was a lot in that song. Yeah. Uh, so, Sarah, tell us a little bit about the background, where that song comes from. Uh, that song is... Uh, tribute to my cousin who passed away um uh last summer um he overdosed so it uh in vancouver there's a big fentanyl problem and uh so this and my cousin overdosed due to that Mm. uh, being a part of the situation so he um yeah, it's just it's with with those kinds of deaths, it's I think um, it's hard for people because he was super young and you know I, the main feeling of the song is just wanting to be able to get the message through um, that you love them and a lots of times I think with people with addictions problems the message doesn't get through to their heart, I think. And uh, we were talking earlier on the show about, like, what what the needs of a human are, and one of them is love and connection. And um, yeah, if we don't have that, we we don't survive. You, 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 there's lots of stories about, you know, people, they're their partner dies in later life and they die like two days later, three days later or whatever. And it, it, it's um, so much more important than we realize. Yeah. So what did you think about that as the answer to your question, Joel? Wow. Um, I'm so sorry to hear about your cousin and learn that. I mean, and it it is, it's a terrible problem here, but uh, like I said earlier, you know, like mortality is something that I'm considering, not, not death, but that, that time is finite. Yeah. There's so much I want to f- put into that. And, and there's a lyric in, in that song where you say, the, there's nothing else left to lose. And, and that really spoke to me because part of, because, you know, I, I'm, I'm an actor and my day job, I drive city bus. Um, I have a lot of range, mm-hmm. you know, and I, and I produce stories and I help people with stories and I'm wondering what's next. And, um, but I'm entertaining all these new ideas that where, where fear is part of it, making change, yeah. you know, when you're fifties. And, um, I've recently been considering going to university wow. and, and I never went to, I went to theater school. But I never went to university. I always felt that's something I didn't do. And, you know, turning 52, I go, what would it be like just to go back and go to university? And, and, uh, and I had coffee with a friend of mine uh, who did it at 50. And she's in her second year. And, and I got a lot of fear around that, of just kind of dropping everything for a while and doing that. So, but yeah, what else do I have left to lose? Exactly. I mean, fear is just such a waste. Well, and, yeah. and, and, and dying young is a waste. Well, there's a, it, uh, there was one thing that really jumped out at me is when the, the first verse, we're all dancing side by side, tiny stars in the moonlight. And that made me think of the concert that you were describing in the planetarium under the stars. And I'm not sure, like, 
there's something there about like to have a so these you're talking about a fake there's you're talking about a fake sky a, fa- a fake a f- sky canopy yes a fake, fake canopy mm-hmm. under which you can have this amazing experience while you're aware that there is a, a that it is still just a picture of the real thing yes and i don't know there's something about that that's like a really profound metaphor for for this existence it's like Plato's cave. We think that this is all there is, but because of the way we live and our nervous systems, we see reality because of how we project it and how we create it. But there is something else beyond that veil. And I think that something about this is saying that on as as we get older and we approach, we get closer to getting through that veil. We have to confront something, and I'm not. I don't want to try and tie this into a nice, nice little bow because I don't have one. But something about that, that, that sink of your connection with that, that gig, and that as a metaphor. I don't know. That's that's something that you could look at. And again, like I said, this relates to my question that I asked earlier. There's a lot of resurrections here, a mm-hmm. lot of death, and but not really be like my question that I started the show off with mm-hmm. was how dead is he. And that was referring to stuff myself with other people, but that's right. That's like that is the kind of question that you ask about yourself. Like, oh, how dead? Yeah, how, how dead, dead is, am I? How dead am I? You know, and and, and God, I mean, that's a bigger fear than moving somewhere else. Uh, you know, like like I, I remember it's, it's my parents. You're, yeah, you're either busy living or you're busy, busy dying, dying. Right? Yeah. But and, sorry, your parents. Sorry. Well, no, they. I, I just remember, you know, they they always wanted to travel all their life. They were they were going to travel, and they did, you know, and they would collect brochures. And when we retire, we're going to travel. And they got to around, you know, mid fifties, and they were just kind of looking at tire retirement and not doing anything. And I just go, my God, like I want to go out kicking and screaming as old as I can get, doing something, being active. Yeah. So, yeah, pushing through pushing through that veil, that canopy where. You know, it's it's a conceit we make in our own worlds, mm-hmm. and you know we limit ourselves, and uh, yeah, and so do I. You know, it's it's and it's and there's discomfort in that, mm-hmm. discomfort in myself going, I'm afraid to do this, or I do have, I feel trepidatious about moving out of my comfort zone to do other things. Mm-hmm. But the cool thing about being a human is is that we have a finite time, and so. You know, which is the bigger fear is the bigger fear of of death or not doing something with the life that you have to live. And I think you're talking about it in terms of you come into a certain age and and that heightens that feeling. And I had an experience with, you know, with health issues, very similar. You know, the outcome was the same. Mm-hmm. It makes you think about like what. Like, really, what are the things that I want to do in my life? And they can be simple. They can be simple. Like, I I was like, one of the things I really want to do, obviously, one of the things I want to do is music. But <laughs> others, just smaller things. Like, I wanted to play hockey. Oh, I sm- to, small you know? oh, no, I love that you play hockey. But you talk about small things. I, I'm not a musician. I am not musical at all. And I was up on Commercial Drive. And uh, what's that guitar? But I'm looking at ukuleles. And it was another thing in my head. Yeah. All these things going off, going... I'm going to buy a ukulele. Yeah. I'm going to learn how to play a ukulele. Yeah. I don't have a musical bone in my body, but I bet you I can learn how to play a ukulele. It. Like Go there's just it. these little tiny things. They don't have to be monumental to. I think it's important. I think, I think you have to like that. Like lately I've just been feeling, I don't, we've talked a lot about death, mortality, all these things that may on the surface look 
negative, but really they're positive. I, I you push think. off from death. Yeah. It, I mean, I feel so happy lately just because of the shitty experience that I just had. Like, I, I feel like, you know, a little while ago, I was like, oh, I'm, I, I don't know Andros. I'm a little bit nervous to come and do this show. I was like, oh, gosh, I have to figure out how this show works or whatever. And then I was like... No, like, like two, the juxtaposition of two years ago and coming and doing this with all my like best friends and like this meeting lovely new creative people and doing this. And it's just like, no, I'm not fucking nervous. I'm like, this is like a dream come true. It doesn't matter how big or small your experience is. It's like, this is just, I get to hang out here with Joel and Nondros and like chat and play music. What's, what's better in life than that? And, and living in the middle of your life. Like being in the middle of it, not looking forward or back, just, yeah. you know, absolutely. It's so important. And yeah, that's, you that's my that thing. Way. You actually well, do that really well. Like Joel is, ve is very creative. Like he, he, he knows how to like, just make a comfortable creative space that allows all these different kinds of people that are artists. And some of the people that are a part of his shows are brand new to public speaking like that's the only this is the only time they've ever done it so he's he's a very very um beautiful facilitator to um art that's created in the moment i think that's a huge skill that you have oh sarah keep going <laughs> <laughs> thanks well, that's really sweet sarah unfortunately, thank you she can't because we have <laughs> other guests we got to get to but uh, but i'm gonna put links to the flame because I, I assume there's Stuff that yeah, we can, can send you a link for sure. Video they can watch. Yeah, excellent. Well, it's magically now appeared in the notes of this podcast because we mentioned it here. It's a magic trick. We just talk about something here, and if it's Oof. on the web, the listeners can click on it. And thank you so much for thank coming you, in Andrews. and asking a great question, and for for taking the time to check out the podcast before you came in. So much fun! It's on it's on it's on my playlist now. Oh, awesome! Yeah, big Love fan. to hear it. Love to hear it. Thanks. Thank you so much for coming, Joel. Thanks, Sarah. Me too. Bye. Thanks for listening to Radio 8 Ball. If you enjoy the show, please subscribe to us on iTunes or Stitcher and check out our website and the links provided for info about past and future shows on the Radio 8 blog, our ongoing Patreon campaign, and where you can download our Radio 8 Ball app that allows you to engage the Pop Oracle directly in the form of every song ever performed in the history of Radio 8 Ball. I hope today's musical divination brings and brought the sync to you wherever you are. And until next time, I'm your host, Andras Jones, wishing you lots of spine-tingling synchronicities, connections with the natural world, and all the inspiration you can handle. It's the Radio Show. It's a good show! <laughs>